Hi, I'm Ange Murphy, host of the Realising Your Potential podcast series and Chief People and Communications Officer at Accolade Wines. I'd like to welcome you to Sellerpix, our new bite-sized podcast series. For Sellerpix, we choose some of the real stories our extraordinary guests have shared over the last three series. So think of these episodes like a short, high-intensity training session, just under 10 minutes, and your development for the day is done. Each episode will focus on one key trait of effective leadership that our guests have explored, such as leadership mindset, trust, communication, resilience and feedback, to name but a few. My first pick is from my conversation with Sarah Suzak, a cancer survivor, senior general counsel at Coca-Cola, and a very dear friend of mine. Sarah shared heaps of practical advice, but I wanted to know what was the best advice she ever received. This is what she had to say. By far the best advice I've ever been given, I carry it with me everywhere I go. It was from the pastor and CEO of the Wayside Chapel, who used to say that if we want to have the most optimal workplace culture and a high-performing team, then we need to establish the habit of what he sort of coined, talking people up behind their backs. And I just thought that was genius because this may not have been what he meant, but it's what I took from it. And you'll know this, that far too often in work environments and teams, we suffer from the tall poppy syndrome. And for some odd reason, we get pleasure from watching other people fail or we find their success in some way threatening to our own. I think ultimate work nirvana from a happiness productivity point of view would be a place where everyone spent their time talking about and celebrating other people's successes. It's kind of countercultural, but the, the direction we should all be heading in my view. I absolutely love the idea of talking people up behind their backs. Just imagine if everyone in your team had this mindset. Imagine if your entire organization operated this way. I've been thinking about this concept a lot, and it can be more difficult than we think, as we naturally skew towards the negative. My challenge to you is to think about how you can talk people up behind their backs and notice what impact that has on the culture you're trying to create. There's a great quote by Timothy Clark, author of the four stages of psychological safety that goes, whether we like it or not, leaders are by definition, cultural architects. It's not a role you can abdicate. The only question is whether you do it by design or by default. Either way, you end up with a culture. The next clips come from my conversation with executive coach Claire Salvetti. In the first of two clips, Claire shares some advice for aspiring leaders. For people wanting to become a leader one day, what I would say is if you want to become a leader, then I think you probably are already leading in Mm. some way. And people often wait till they get given a title or a job description with leadership in it in order to see themselves as a leader. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes we can make. Leadership can start from the youngest, youngest age. It doesn't have to be at work. It can be in a community. It can be in a family. It can be in a value set. So just see yourself as a leader and behave as a leader if that's what you think is important and you can never start early enough I think in understanding how to lead well. I really do believe that it's never too early to start. I think it was Donald McGannon who said leadership is action and example not a position or something along those lines. It's not about the role you hold in an organisation It's quite simply about how you choose to behave at any given moment. 
It's our view at Accolade that leadership is a mindset, not a title. We are working hard to create a culture where you can lead at any level. So what does that really look like for us? What it actually means is that anyone in the company who has an idea that makes business sense is given the support and opportunity to run with it and are empowered to lead no matter their position or title. In this next clip, Claire and I discuss the role of a leader. When I think of myself as a leader, you know, if I visualise it, it felt like I was from behind. If we had a goal of getting up to the top of a hill, I was the one kind of rallying. So I was behind them. I was with them. I was in the middle. Sometimes I needed to be in front because we couldn't tell where to go next. And it required me to step out in front and show them. But it's very much like if you saw us as a group of people, you know, I didn't have a crown on. You wouldn't be able to go, there is the leader. Or that was what I was trying to do. It was very much about me being within the group of people that I was leading and helping all of us to get where we needed to go. For me, the most powerful thing that Claire is saying here is it's not about her as a leader, it's about the team. This is sometimes called empowerment leadership. In a nutshell, too many leaders spend a disproportionate amount of time worrying about what do these people think of me instead of asking what can I do to help make these people better? That's the shift that empowerment leadership demands. If you seek to lead, then your focus, by definition, shifts from elevating yourself to protecting, developing and enabling the people around you. Think conductor rather than star of the show. I find with many years of experience, it's natural when one of my team hits a roadblock or is struggling to make a decision to jump in with an answer and want to help. But the best way I can help is to facilitate and support them coming to a solution themselves. Don't get me wrong, there are times as a leader when we need to be directive, but the challenge for all of us is understanding when to switch different styles on and off to get the best out of our teams. Claire's episode is packed with insights and you'll find a link to the full episode in the show notes. My next pick comes from Paralympic rowing coach Jason Baker. JB shares some great lessons learned from his time coaching elite athletes, in particular how meditation has made him a better person and that it's okay not to know it all. I mean, with coaching, I'm comfortable now with not having the answers straight away. There are, there are some things that, you know, the path is the path a little bit and, and something will bug me or I'll have a question or something that I'm trying to work out and I, I just know that one day, one day the answer will come to me and I don't always necessarily have a lot of control over that. And that's something I've learned that you can't really force. And I try not to get frustrated with it. You know, I know eventually, I guess, inspiration for one of a better word will, will strike somewhere along the line. I think many leaders will feel or have felt the pressure from time to time to have all the answers. One of the most important things that I've learned is that it's not the case. And the best thing you can do is to surround yourself with people who have complementary skills to your own with people who have different experiences and diversity of thought. That's when the inspiration will strike, when the great ideas will come. And in my experience, that's where the magic will happen and the best work is done. In this next piece, we hear from Tana Gardner, Chief Operating Officer at Rice University, who shares a simple but powerful motto, I hope we can all live by. First, I would say, and this is something my boss says, 
be the master of things that take no skill, attitude and effort. And so I think first and foremost, you need to have people uh, who have a good attitude. Always, they bring a good attitude to work and they, and they give maximum effort. As a leader, people look up to you whether you like it or not. So choosing your attitude and the amount of effort you give is really important. I know it's not always easy. We all have our good and bad day. Recently, I was talking to a colleague who shared a simple practice with me that they've started doing every morning to get in the right frame of mind for the day ahead. It's called the Maui habit. How it works is that every morning as he gets out of bed and his feet touch the floor, he says, it's going to be a great day, even if he slept poorly. In fact, he said, especially if that was the case. I started thinking about this and whether it's setting a positive intention for the day or for me going for a run, don't underestimate the power of a daily ritual or habit and the impact it has on your mindset and therefore how you show up. No matter how big or small, think about a daily ritual that you could implement that will help you set a positive mindset for the day ahead. For the final clip in this episode, we return to the inspirational Sarah Suzak. What she has to say is something I believe is a key mindset of great leaders. This is going to sound a little strange, but it's just a recognition that we're all part of the same team, this concept of oneness, that despite titles and roles and hierarchies, we're all part of the same team working towards the same mission. So we should support each other without any divide, like no us and them within the team. We have to acknowledge that the corporate hierarchy has been around for decades and they do serve a purpose. However, as a leader, are you asking yourself the following questions? How do I create an environment where my team is brought into the work we need to deliver? The goals we set. Is there constructive debate? Collaboration, not competition, where everyone is open to feedback. And if you ask your team, would they say there is no us and them? As leaders, these are the types of questions I believe we need to ask ourselves if we truly want to create a high performance culture. My passion for real stories is based on my belief that there is so much we can learn from the people around us. As Vernon Howard, the philosopher says, always walk through life as if you have something new to learn and you will. I hope that this podcast will give you the chance to pause and reflect on your own leadership mindset and sparked your curiosity to find out more. Remember, if you enjoyed hearing from our guests, you can find links to their full episodes in the show notes. There are some great conversations there, so make sure you check those out. And join me next time where we'll explore the topic of trust and communication and provide practical insights on how you can build it with your team. These podcasts would not be possible without a super production team. Big thanks to the team at Martino Consulting.